everybody. Welcome to Word of the Day with Comedians. I am your host, Dead Air Dennis Maller. And joining me on the program today is comedian, uh, yoga instructor, and mom, and probably has a cooler background than I do with a brick wall because comedy needs to be done in front of a brick wall. It's Orchid Cameron. Thanks, Dead Air Dennis. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Thanks for joining us today all the way from sunny California, where I'm in sunny Boston, which means the sun's out, but it's still freaking cold. Oh, man, it's so beautiful here. I, me and Fiona, my six-year-old, just spent yesterday at the beach, and it was just perfect, perfect weather. I do like how prior to us recording what you were getting set up, hey, I'm going to go record a podcast. Don't bother me for a little bit. Also, don't stick those in your ears or nose. Like, that's... <laughs> Parenthood right there is going. She's Please don't bother me. These... Also, whatever that is, don't put that in your face. Don't don't put They're that in your tiny little pony beads. Do you know what a pony bead is? It's like what goes at the end of your hair if you braid your hair. They're little tiny beads. Okay. They're perfect nostril and ear hole size. And there's just something about children <laughs> where they're like, you know where this should go. <laughs> don't put that in your ear. Like, oh, all right then. Yeah. So this morning she was um, swimming face down in a sandbox. And so when she came up, she had like a whole beard, a full beard of sand. And then when we walked home, she's like, mommy, I, I still have sand in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be there for the next two weeks, honey. And I, I'm just like, Oh, is that comfortable? <laughs> you can't tell kids things. You have to ask them. It's the Socratic method. You can't, you can't tell, teach them anything by telling them. It's just like, how does that feel? Actually, how does sand shoved up your nose feel? Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> now I just want to see uh, 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 your daughter just go face first swimming through sand, pop up and just like blow her nose and then sand comes shooting out her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that now brings us to our word of the day. Our word of the day today is Bilbo. And let me make sure uh, that that is the correct pronunciation because I can't be uh, trusted to pronounce words because I went to six years at community college and didn't graduate. And that's why we have the artificial intelligence Annie the pronouncer bot who will tell us and make sure that I'm saying the word B-I-L-B-O correctly. Bilbo. Bilbo. Yep. You're as smart as a robot, Dennis. You're as smart as a robot. <laughs> now, of course, I know the word Bilbo because I'm a nerd uh, and I uh, watched the Lord of the Ring movies. I didn't read the Lord of the Ring books because... I'm a nerd, but I'm also mostly illiterate. So I watched the Tolkien cartoons and then the movies. So I know the word Bilbo, but apparently Bilbo is an actual word, not just from a fictitious, fictitious name of a character, but it also apparently stands for a long bar of iron with sliding shackles used to confine the feet of prisoners, especially on shippers. That era, that sounds exactly like marriage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? Here's the second definition. Probably also relates to marriage. Is the second <laughs> definition is the word sword, which apparently a lot of marriages has stabbings anyway. So, <laughs> well, the funny part of that is the I was reading about the sword version, and it's a bendable sword. It's not like a firm sword. It's a floppy, sad, married sword. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Fact is, first known use of Bilbo as a type of shackle was in 1557, perhaps originating from Bilboa, Spain. The second definition of the type of sword likely also comes from Bilboa, Spain, where the sword was crafted beginning in 1587. 
Bilbo is the name of the hero of J.R.R. Tolkien's novel The Hobbit, which uh, was printed in 1937. His real Hobbit name is Bilbo, which is of unknown meaning, but this was altered by Tolkien in order to use the more masculine O ending. In the novel, Bilbo Baggins is recruited by the wizard Gandalf to join the quest to retake Mount Erebor from the Dragon Small. I read the books in elementary school. You didn't read the books in elementary school? No, uh, to be honest, I've only read two books all the way through. Um, and even in, in your school, life? In my entire life, I've only, not counting comic books, obviously, or graphic novels. I won't count those. Uh, one of them is uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, good one. By Douglas Adams. Uh, and then the other one uh, was, uh, and uh, I asked people, please don't judge me for this. How I Lost Five Pounds in Six Years, the Autobiography of Tom Arnold. Oh, no, that was, that's good. Tom Arnold's cool. I've been on set with him. I think he's a super nice person. I thought he was really sweet to everybody. I don't know. I was playing a waitress. If you were like, hey, do you remember that girl Orchid when she was in a movie with you? He would be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll probably go, yes, because he's that nice of a guy. But really inside, he's like, no, why would I remember that? <laughs> but yeah, so you've read the Tolkien novels. Are you... Are, are you big into fantasy stuff or is it one of those, I read it because it's one of those things that we have to read growing up in this day and age. I'm not big on fantasy. Honestly, I, uh, I like to read nonfiction. I read a lot of how to books or I'll get obsessed with topics and just read everything about that topic. Like I'm really into architecture. And I went through a phase where I just read everything there is to know about polished concrete. <laughs> <laughs> like obsessed with concrete, and then another week well, I'll be like, "I don't know oh. how to build that giant brick wall behind you." I'll be like, "Do you know about octagon houses? Because they're amazing." And I'll just like read about the the history of roundhouses to modern roundhouses, and who's making prefab roundhouses, and who's you know, I'm just like the who's who of roundhouse building. Like, so I think what I'm saying is I've um surpass the nerdiness of my childhood of reading Tolkien novels to just uh just reading yeah just I like want to learn how to do things so like I'm obsessed with learning you graduated from uh fantasy nerdiness to actual real life nerdiness real life practical nerdiness exactly <laughs> my my daughter's uh, pretty similar to me um I have to hide all the power tools or she'll uh use them <laughs> <laughs> Even if she well, just how else is she going to get the pony beards out of her ear without a <laughs> without a drill press? If I don't hide even just a screwdriver, she'll unscrew and rescrew everything in the house. She'll just like put a bunch of holes in the drywall because she's so excited to use tools. I know that's how I was as a kid. I would take so many things apart and then uh, fail at putting them back together. <laughs> uh, she she can put things back together. She's actually legit handy. I've had her put furniture together, like more complicated than uh, Ikea furniture, like other furniture. <laughs> She'll build whole things. I made her build her own Christmas present. <laughs> well, uh, now I'm, all I'm picturing her is underneath the sink, like a plumber, you know, plumber, plumber's crack, just going at the, the, the J-bend underneath the sink. We're like, well, here's your present. And then popping out, just a <laughs> seven-year-old kid with, with uh, grease all over her face. Like, ah, see, here's your problem here. Your trap got clogged up with all the hair. What you need to do is you need to get a little cleaner <laughs> at the top to stop all the hair. And then wipes her hand off with a dirty cloth that comes out of her back pocket. 
A lot of people like love babies and they're like, oh my gosh, babies are so cute. And other people are like, love cars till they speak like jargon about it. You know how people are like super excited about cars. That's how much I love contractors. <laughs> I love plumbers and electricians and HVAC technicians. <laughs> I'm like, oh, little trades people. <laughs> Some guys, you know, on a Saturday night, go out and go to a strip club and drink. You, on a Sunday morning, go to Home Depot. I love Home Depot. I love Home Depot. <laughs> it's so funny. If I go to Home Depot in my paint clothes, no one will help me, not even the people who work there. But if I wear a dress and lipstick, everyone helps me, even people who don't work there. <laughs> one guy approached me and he's like, I don't normally do this, but can I buy you dinner? And I, I just like straight said, will you tile my bathroom? And he was just like, <laughs> how big is your bathroom? <laughs> Which, by the way, now that's a new set of romance novels that you, that you need to start writing is uh, romance novels of just Home Depot contractor euphemisms. <laughs> so for you, you're picturing a guy with his shirt off and big muscles doing the tile. And that's the sexy part for you. But for me, having a nice bathroom, that's sexy enough. Like, there's no. <laughs> well, in fairness, I'm not picturing a, uh, I'm not picturing Fabio asking you. I am picturing a balding fat guy that ha- whose belly button is probably sticking out of his stained wife beater T-shirt. His name's Carl, of course. And he's like, hey, you know what, little lady? And he's picking his belly button while it's like, hey, let me take you to dinner sometime. And by dinner. He means the hot dog cart out front of Home Depot. And I was like, yeah, you know, we'll get you a hot dog. You can get mustard if you want. Or relish. You know, I got relish money. And then I'll, you know, tell your bathroom. Bacon wrapped hot dogs are the street food in L.A. Do you know about this bacon wrapped hot dog thing? I've heard of people wrapping hot dogs in bacon. Every time you leave a club drunk at like two in the morning, two, three in the morning, there's all these little carts that they're making bacon wrapped hot dogs on. Can ah. you imagine? Trying to resist that while drunk? Uh, Being unable to resist hot dogs is how I got in this condition. (laughs) I'm made up of not being able to resist hot dogs. I'm 85% hot dog. You're 85% hot dog. Yeah, uh, I'm on a pretty strict uh, pizza and cereal diet myself. Uh, I slipped up today and had a salad, but, uh, you know, one day at a time. (laughs) You know what? You eat what you can when you have it. Like, you know, <laughs> eating a comfort food salad. There's, you know, it's a dreary day. Salad is going to hit the spot when you're sad. <laughs> when you're sad and lonely, just have a salad. <laughs> if that was the truth, oh man, I wouldn't need to have not one, but two cardiologists. <laughs> All right. We have officially picked our word of the day. We have defined it. And we have created a sentence using it in context. And to present all that for you is my guest, Orgut Cameron. Hi. So our word of the day is Bilbo, a long bar of iron with sliding shackles used to confine the feet of prisoners, especially on shipboard. And it also means sword. Uh, And the sentence is, um, Carl got locked into a Bilbo after he thought the woman in a dress at Home Depot was flirting with him. When she asked if he could tile her bathroom, and then he flopped out his Bilbo. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. All right, everybody. We've officially expanded our vocabulary by one more word today. I want to thank all of you for watching or listening. And for those who are subscribed, thank you so much. If you haven't done so, go ahead, 
and do that. That way you can continue to expand your vocabulary the funniest way possible each and every day that you listen or watch the program. And also I want to thank Orchid Cameron, my guest, for helping us choose this word and to come up with the sentence. Please, Orchid, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on OrchidCameron.com and my Instagram uh, at OrchidCameron. Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. And don't forget to word up. Thank you so much for listening to Word of the Day with Comedians all the way to the end. I really appreciate it. And of course, if you want to continue to expand your vocabulary, you can listen to other episodes available on iTunes or Spotify or watch Word of the Day with Comedians on YouTube. Just click on the links in the description.